Sunday with another episode of Motivational Shit Podcast, man. Let's get it. <laughs> hey, yo, make sure y'all subscribe to the vibe, Yale Entertainment. Subscribe to the vibe, Light Work Away, man. We got my man, Director Healy G. We got Empress Ashanti. Hey, we got everybody in the building, man. Made solid TV. You know, hey, what's popping with you, Huey? Hey, man, what's going on, man? Feel good to be here, man. Let's get it. Hey, let's get it. Let's <laughs> get it. Copyright. Copyright. You know what I'm saying? Get 50%. But I don't want to talk about details. You to sign NDA and all this stuff. No contract talk on there, right? You're right. You're right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It feels good. Y'all got me saying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. So, so today, today, we're going to talk about saving the boobs. Because boobs are important. Boobs are so important. Yeah. Boobs are a part of the essence of life. But before we get to that, Huey, sure. we got some we got some updates we want to fill y'all in for y'all sure. to stay tuned and have a vibing week. Sure. Hey, Huey, yo, like what we got going on Thursday? Oh man. Thursday. Thursday, <clears throat> Thursday showcase for all artists. Uh spoken word, poetry. If you wanna come in and do yoga, you can, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> uh Empress Shanti gonna be there. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like every Thursday, man, any artist, inspiring artist, anything that wants to get the mic, we need you there. Uh, book me or not, showcase. Book me or not, showcase. Showcase. And, it's, and on top of that, interview the same day podcast. Hey, book me or not, everything. Everything, man. You know what I'm saying? Book me or not, Thursday. Book me or not, Thursdays. Okay. Yeah. All right. Book me on that Thursdays, man. Okay. So where can an artist tap in with you? Um, they can tap in with me at director underscore Huey G. Uh, just tap in if you want to sign up or email me, make solid TV at gmail.com. And let's work. All right. All right. So, hey, with no further ado, we had a dope event yesterday called Conquering Cancer. Right, led by Yale Entertainment, Healing Haven in New Era, Atlanta. Yes. Hey, it was an amazing event. We addressed breast cancer and how to conquer it, mm-hmm. not surviving it, but conquering. And that brings us to our special guest to today. Mm-hmm. We have a, another woman that has conquered the diabolical demon known as cancer, and her name is reality and she is here <laughs> to bring the positivity let's get it let's hey get it. <laughs> welcome thank you thank welcome. you thank you thank you thank you thank you All right. so hey i don't need to s- stress and talk about how important it boobs are 
Boobs are very important. Yes, they are. Boobs matter. Boobs are very, very important. I mean, you know, it starts from birth. Like, you know, your mother fed you with her breast. You know what I'm saying? These are portals, which, you know what I'm saying? I mean, of course, we feed our men, too, and that's a whole nother. But (laughs) initially, it was for our children. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, yeah, boobs are very, very important. Very important. Uh, Ahui. Uh, How do you feel about boobs? Man, boobs are very, very important. And like she's saying, we need to save the boobs. Matter of fact, what you think? Um, So me personally, I feel as though, of course, as a woman, Mm -hmm. boobs are definitely important. Um, As women, we are portals to another universe. We are Mm -hmm. portals to the future. Um, We birth the nation. Mm -hmm. Um, So with that being said, without that breast, Mm -hmm. we're not being able to feed our men and women. That's true. Um, I actually have a uh, an aunt on my mother's side. She's battling breast cancer for almost twenty years now. Mm. Um, so, you know, you've seen it. You know what it's yeah. It does to the family and what you know people who are kind of you know in that space mm-hmm. what they do to people right uh, because they are hurting um, and. It's, it's nothing to play with. So yeah. that's just my output. Um, shout out to y'all survivors. Thank it's, you. It's no joke. No, it's no. Joke. Cancer's no joke. Breast cancer's no joke. I mean, it's not. Um, and it's really sad because it's very common. It seems like it's almost common as a cold. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's so many people with some form of cancer in, in this world, you know what I'm saying? There's there's people, I mean, it's in our food, it's in the air, you know, it's being sprayed on our fruits and vegetables, it's being, you know, so it's, it's kind of really hard to even avoid cancer. Um, our deodorant has aluminum in it. It's like yeah. everything, I mean, so after actually going through breast cancer, it's like I'm conscious now of every little thing that could harm me. You know, I mean, and nobody's perfect, but we have to do our best, you know what I'm saying, to stay as healthy as we can. You know what I'm saying? And so, um, but yeah, I am six years cancer free. Hey, shout out. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Six years cancer free. Um, And like she said, cancer is no joke. I'll never forget being diagnosed uh, in 2017. At that time, I was 37 years old. And um, I'll never forget, you know, um, I used to DJ. So that's why uh, I go by the name Reality. My name was DJ Reality. I was a slip and slide DJ. I used to host and promote and all that good stuff. And um, I was about to go out one night to host an event. And I was putting my bra on and I noticed I felt a lump. And I was like, what's, you know, what is this, you know? And it was like the size of a marble and it hurt. You know, I could kind of roll it around. And um, I was scared. You know, because, you know, the first thing I thought is I have breast cancer. And so um, I went to the ER, which, of course, the ER doesn't treat or they can't really help me. But they referred me to go to a primary care doctor and um, get that checked out, you know. And so um, by the time I went to the primary care, the primary care said, yeah, it looks like it's something. You know, I most definitely feel it. I'm going to refer you to get a mammogram. So by this time, that was November of 2016 when I found the lump, but um, it was February before I actually got a mammogram of 2017. 
Um, and so, I mean, like I said, this whole journey was kind of scary because it's like that waiting period wondering. And so I'm sitting here for months, like, you know, having this lump wondering, what is this? Is this cancer? You know, I'm a single mother. I got three children. What am I going to do? You know, it's a, when people hear the word cancer, it's just scary. You know, cancer is just like the big C, you know what I mean? So, um, but I, um, I had the mammogram. And they said it looked like I had a mass with cal calcifications. And you know how doctors be, you know, using all this jargon and words. You don't even know what it means. You're like, what? You know, what are you saying? So they did an ultrasound. And then um, a few days later, I came back and they did a biopsy. And the biopsy, you know, said that I did have stage one breast cancer. It was early. But even when it being caught early, I still had to have a mastectomy and have my right breast removed. You know what I mean? Um, I had... I had two options. I could have a lumpectomy and keep my breast. And that would have been like the chemo and the radiation and all that. Or I could just have a mastectomy and just remove the tumor, remove the whole breast. And um, I didn't have to do all that. Um, so, you know, it was like a choice. Like I'm working on a book called Breast Cancer Saved My Life. And in this book, I have a chapter called Saw. Because, you know, like the movie Saw, that scary movie, I feel like I had to cut off my breast to save my life. You know what I mean? Um, and so it was it was like a decision. Like, do I keep it so I can still look like a woman, but go through all this chemo and radiation where they're burning my skin, where I'm where I'm, you know, taking this poison. And that was something I just didn't want to do. Um, when I was diagnosed with breast cancer, I did a lot of research. Like I just went home. I mean, I had bags under my eyes because I was at home studying and looking into what is chemotherapy, what is radiation. And I mean, like chemo, chemo is made from like mustard gas. You know, it started way back in the day. You know, it, it's just horrible. You know, I looked at all the side effects. I look at what it does to people and it kills the good. It may, you know, it may it may kill some of the bad cells, but it's also killing good cells at the same time. So for me, you know, and I don't knock anybody, you know, whatever a person's choice is, whatever they decide to do, if they're diagnosed with cancer, that's up to them. But for me, I couldn't see myself doing chemo and radiation. I just couldn't see myself doing that. And so I started watching all these Dr. Sabi videos and 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 reading up on like, you know, uh, that cancer cannot live in an alkaline body. You know what I'm saying? So started drinking the alkaline water, the spring water, um, just started really trying to educate myself on this thing now that it has affected me, you know? Um, and that's one thing people never think that something could happen to them. You know, you see other people go through something, but when it happens to you, you're like, Oh shit, this is me now. Yeah. Like, wow. Okay. I didn't know. You know what I mean? Why not me? But yeah. Yeah. Why not me? Who am I that, you know what I'm saying? I got um, this shirt from uh, the event yesterday. Okay. So shout out to my, um, my brother DeAndre Williams, who's one of the speakers on the panel, okay. um, a survivor of uh, colon cancer as well. So uh, these are one of the shirts that was presented. Wow. Why me? Why not me? Exactly. What is? Yeah, yes. that's that's deep that you got that shirt because that's that's a question that I literally asked myself, like, why me? I mean, I cried. I was so depressed. God, why is this happening to me? But why not you? Because. I'm going to show you something. I'm going to, you're, you're going to learn. It was like, I had to look at this, like, um, as a lesson, it taught me something, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, but at first, of course, I didn't look at it that way. Yeah. At first. Yeah. And I want to say like, that's, that's, you know, <clears throat> your story is highly motivational because 
you was presented with options mm-hmm. and you looked at it. And we, as a society, we always do say, why me? Mm-hmm. Instead of the why not me. When I went yeah. through my, when I went through my homelessness and when I was seeing um, a therapist, the therapist was telling me, well, why not you? Right. You know? So to get back to your situation, you was presented with these options, but you chose and you didn't just take what the doctor said. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you took accountability for your life once again, you know, and that's the thing that people got to understand. Take accountability for your life. Yes, a professional could say all this and that. But at the same time, it's your decision is your body. And you took that. Right. And you went to a route. And just like what we was talking about earlier, like. In the Bible, it says, let thou food be thou medicine. Right. But it's like people <laughs> don't, you know, like man, people go to church every day, but people, right. it's like that, that, that line don't register. No, it don't. You know? It don't. It don't. I mean, I, I had a cousin that's sick that's, that's really not doing well at all. And I'm on, you know, I'm on my healing journey, of course. And I'm, you know, when you go, when you go through something like that. You want to heal everybody around you. It's all of a sudden it's like, let me help you. Let me help you. Let me help you. And what I had to learn is they have to want it. Everybody can just not deserve it. Right. And I I was telling her, hey, let me juice for you. Let me help you. You know, and she was like, well, you know, I'm going to have to pray about it. You had to pray about it. You're going to have to pray about some fruits and vegetables and me juicing for you, but you're going to take this medication that the doctor is giving you, but you got to pray about eating some fruits and vegetables. These are fruits and vegetables that God made. Yes. Come yeah, on. Yeah, we, yeah. We see, we see the whole. And, it's how and, brainwashed yeah, we are, yeah, though. It's how yeah. brainwashed people are that they will believe doctors. They will believe, you know, and like you said, they'll go to church. They believe in God, but you don't believe in God's medicine. Exactly. You don't believe in God's medicine. You don't and, believe that fruits and vegetables yeah. can heal you. You don't believe that cannabis, natural herbs, Come you on. know what I'm saying, can heal you. Like you said, we, we use ashwagandha for, you know, depression, ashwagandha, mm-hmm. lion's mm-hmm. mane, yes. you know what I'm saying? Um, just so many different herbs, skull cap. There's so many things. And being right here in Atlanta, I mean, I can go to Savannah, Savannah. Oh, yeah. I can go to Wadada. I can yeah. go. There's so many places I can go to and get my natural herbs. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's just like to me now. I just look at people like, okay, we got options. I could see yeah. if you, you know, now we have the internet. You know yes. what I'm saying? We, you know, you have Google, so you don't just have to listen to what these doctors say. I don't tell people not to go to the doctor. Go to the doctor. You should go get your checkups. You should go to the doctor. But I'm telling you not to take their medicine. That's what I will say. You know what I'm saying? Or not. I mean, if you just got to, it's temporary, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, say, if your high blood pressure is high, spiking, you could have a stroke. I'm not telling you don't take the medicine. Take it to get yourself back under control or whatever. And then there's natural herbs for high blood pressure. There's natural herbs. Right. Right. Because they they are not healing us. They are killing us. They are. It, it's, it's just a fact. The fact that women can't even get a mammogram until they're 40. But I've, I've met so many women that are diagnosed with breast cancer that are younger than 40. So that I mean, I don't I don't understand when they talk about early detection, but you can't even get a mammogram till, till after you're 40. If you have boobs, you can get breast cancer. Men can get yes. breast cancer. Yes. Teenagers can get breast cancer. Breast cancer does not discriminate. So for doctors to say, well, we're going to wait till you're 40 to give you a mammogram or it's like 
And then a lot of us, our people don't have health insurance. So we're not really probably going to the doctor on a regular basis, getting blood work done. You know, the doctor's checking your breast when they go in for your annual or whatever. So we're really behind. We're really. And then, of course, we're not eating healthy. We're eating the it's, it's almost that time. It's, it's almost no. Uh, what is it? Almost Thanksgiving, Christmas. So we're going to be eating the chitlins and the pig feet. And the, you, I know I'm not. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I'm saying our people eat this way and I'm not I'm not here to bash people, but we know right from wrong. And we know that by now people have to know that it's not good for you. I mean, look at it's Sunday right now. There's a movie called Soul Food. And yeah. every Sunday, every Sunday, this family will go to Big Mama's house. They go to Big Mama's house, okay? And they going to eat the fish and the collard greens and the and the pork chops and the chicken and everything is fried and everything is smothered. And they watch their grandma. They watch Big Mama get a leg cut off and everything. They watch Big Mama die. You know what? They still continue the same traditions after Big Mama passed away because that's what we do. We feel like we cannot break traditions. But making another, we got to continue this legacy. But you didn't just realize Big Mama just passed away from this legacy that she had us. And it's not that she, our, I feel like we didn't know no better. So it's not like you can really, we can't really blame, you know what I'm saying? Our people, our grandmothers, our people, they didn't know no better. But once you know better, you have to do better. When you know, and so to me, it can like I feel convicted when I'm not eating healthy or when I'm cheating, my body lets me know. And then I feel it like I'm like, okay, I know what I need to be putting in my body. You know what I'm saying? So um, like cancer has taught me so much. I mean, this journey. And at first, like I said, I was so upset. I hated everybody. I hated God. I hated why is this happening to me? But now I look at it. Like I said, my book is titled Breast Cancer Saved My Life because I wouldn't have made it through COVID. If it wasn't for breast cancer, mm. I was already doing what people started doing during COVID. I was already using ginger, oh, turmeric, yeah. you know, drinking my, you know, uh, uh, apple juice and orange juice. I was already juicing. I was already juicing. I was already eating healthy. So I just had to step it up a little bit with some vitamins, you know, or, you know, some supplements. But I'm already making my sea moss gel. You know what I'm saying? I already got the 92 minutes, you know what I'm saying, of the 101 minerals. So I'm already doing that. So when COVID hit, hit I'm just looking at everybody else like, I'm good. Exactly. So, and so, if, like I said, breast cancer, though, prepared me for that yeah. because otherwise I would have been like everybody else. We, right. Ooh, ooh, we actually have a herb specialist right here. I want to hear her viewpoints about which herbs and the power of the herbs and how it could be used. To help fight cancer. Um, well, cannabis and just herbs in general, um, it definitely has a positive effect on the body, mm -hmm. um, especially when it comes to the brain, the cells. Um, I just found a plant outside of my home in my backyard. It's called uh, goldenrod, and that's good for inflammation. Mm -hmm. um, it's good for uh, menstrual cycles. It's mm -hmm. good for urinary tract infections. So these herbs are literally around our homes. Mm -hmm. We just don't want to tap into it. Mm -hmm. And then with the herbs that... The know, dandelions that we see growing in our yard, I'll take them and boil them and make tea. You know yes. what I'm saying? Yeah. It's <laughs> simple. The wheatgrass, you can grow that in your backyard. Yeah. Well, it's, it's simple. Um, we can heal ourselves. People really don't... They don't get it. And 
it, it comes to a point where it's like you have to leave some people behind, whether it's family, friends, whoever. When you're on your journey to healing, you know you're doing what's best for you. You got to you got to keep it pushing because I know I look crazy to a lot of my family when I'm going outside picking dandelions and putting them in a pot, boiling them, making tea. They like, did she really just? Yes, it's medicine. It's medicine. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, um, cancer saved my life. It, it helped me. Like I said, I've lost over 100 pounds. Now, since moving to Atlanta, I've gained about 40. <laughs> I moved to Atlanta this year. I have gained a little weight. But if you check out my Instagram, I show pictures of how when I was diagnosed with breast cancer, I changed my lifestyle. I went plant based. I started eating healthier. I lost 100 pounds. I'm aging backwards. I'm feeling good. I'm looking good. I mean, I've never felt that good before in my life just by changing my lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? I'll have people hit me up on Instagram, be like, so how do I be like you? How do I lose weight? But I don't want to do what you're doing. Like, I don't want to work out like that. I don't want to um, eat healthy. I'm like, okay, you need to talk to somebody else. Like, I don't, I can't tell you. I'm, I can only tell you my way and what has helped me. You know what I'm saying? So um, along my journey, like I said, I watched something in 2018. Um, what the Health is a documentary mm -hmm. that's on Netflix. Netflix. That documentary changed my life. It also changed the way I felt about the Susan G. Coleman Foundation and all these big corporations that just basically take money every year. They're not helping people research. So we're just going to say for the next 50 years, well, this this money is going to research. These people are banking that shit. You know what I'm saying? There's some white man on a yacht somewhere, you know, selling because of people running around talking about, you know, I'm running, racing for a cure. We're raising money for these people don't want to cure us. Do you know cancer is big business? It is big business. Cancer, every time someone it passes away, think about it. Anybody you see passed away, usually it's some form of cancer. Is some form of cancer, like Suzanne Summers just passed away. Um, and when I was uh, young, I used to watch Three's Company. Right. And so, yeah, she just passed away from breast cancer. Of course, you know, she's 76. Um, she was older, but regardless, she passed away from cancer. Look at most people that pass away. It's, it's cancer. It's in our food. It's in our air. It's in our water. It, I mean, it's like I said, I, I was on a medication. I was on a high blood pressure pill that's called Losartan. After I was diagnosed with breast cancer, it was like a year after I was diagnosed, I got a letter from Walgreens that discontinued my high blood pressure pill because it caused cancer. Yeah. So what I'm telling you, these people are giving us medication. And if you look at, listen wow. to all those, you know, whenever you're watching TV and they have a oh, whole yeah. list of, you know, this could cause, <laughs> and you'll be like, oh, you'll be like, what? <laughs> this could cause constipation, <laughs> diarrhea, gonorrhea, herpes. You'll be like, wait a minute, wait a minute. This, they, and even death. <laughs> and, and even death. death. Y'all didn't hear that and, and wait a minute, the prescription <laughs> be for some eczema or some shit. You'll be like, well, wait a minute. All I had was eczema and now I'm about to die? Like yeah. this is just too much, and so I mean, but it's 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 sad. I mean, it's not funny, but it is. It's like sad that these people they can't even come up with medication that will heal you without fucking you up. Excuse my language. I mean, you can't even you can't even prescribe Speak me it. something yes. without making me sick or making me worse. Everyone that I've seen that goes through cancer, that goes through chemo, that goes through radiation, they get sicker, mm -hmm. they get worse or, or get worse or they pass away. And I'm not meaning to be any type of way when I say this because I've watched it. I, I know five women in that 
that were around me. I visited right. women in the hospital that I was trying to tell to change their lifestyle, to use CBD, to use RSO, which is Rick Simpson oil, um, a cannabis product that has been known to cure cancer, um, trying to educate people. But of course, they're going to listen to their doctor. And many times when you keep on doing that chemo, it'll spread to other places. I've, I've watched this in so many women. They'll get they'll say, OK, I'm a two time cancer survivor. And usually, like I said, cancer comes back. Most people that do the chemo radiation, it comes back. And when it comes back, it's more aggressive. Now it's gone to the brain. You know, now it's spread. I mean, I, I went to visit a lady and the cancer spread to her brain and her eye. I mean, going in that hospital, I never thought I would be the one. Going into a hospital, you know, speaking to people and, and, and talking to somebody. But to see that and just know that, you know, I know I did the right thing, regardless of the way people treat me or, you know, how, you know, because I've done things different, going the different route. I know I'm doing what's best for me and for my body. Because I know, like I said, that cancer deteriorate your bones. I mean, people end up having surgeries for other issues just by going through chemo. cancer and ke the chemo and the radiation. I mean, it's just, yeah. it's horrible. They, uh, they wanted to put me on uh, drugs after cancer because most people that go through cancer, they're on some type of drug like tamoxifen or, and um, I went home and did my research. This is when I met my oncologist. I went home and did my research and I said, well, wait a minute, this drug that you're trying to put me on, it says it's going to put me into menopause. And she was like, yeah, I said, I'm 37 years old. Like, I don't want no dry bones and, you know, I mean, no, no dry vagina and frail bones. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still trying to do my yeah, thing. Like, yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Y'all yeah, yeah, trying to, because like, that's still what it, trying to live. I'm still trying to live. They taking my life away. Like, I was like, no, that's not going to work for me, ma'am. And then, I mean, I was like, so does it really give you osteoporosis? And this doctor is just setting my face. And she was like, yes. I said, do most people that take these drugs get osteoporosis and this? And they were like, yeah. And so I was like, no, nah, I'm cool. And I yeah. never and I never saw my oncologist again. Most people that have cancer, they have an oncologist. I saw I saw my oncologist like maybe three times because I didn't like what she had to offer me. When I first walked in, she offered me Prozac. I'm like, lady, I need a pound of weed. You are offering me a pill. You just told me you just told me I got breast cancer. I need some weed. I, I don't know. I don't need no Prozac. You know what I mean? <laughs> what was crazy? I didn't even tell her I was depressed or anything. It was just like, they know, they just, this is a game to them or it's just something they do. So when you walk in, I mean, she didn't even look at me in my eyes. She was like, all right, so I'm going to prescribe you yeah. some Prozac. And I'm like, yeah. I didn't even say I was, I mean, of course I am. Cause I'm like, oh my God, I'm scared. I don't know what I'm going to do, but damn, she's trying to prescribe me stuff. And I ain't even, I ain't even told I had a problem yet. But you're going to need this Prozac. You're going to need this. You're going to need that. Oh, by the way, you're going to need a hysterectomy because, you know, the type of cancer you had, you're going to need to remove everything. I didn't do that either. Yo. So we had the um, event yesterday. So I learned a lot of stuff being at um, the event yesterday. Mm -hmm. um, one of the brothers was talking, I can't remember the name. And he was saying that he wanted to kind of give up, but he luckily had a support system. Yes, that was quick. Pull up and bring them stuff. And, yeah, yeah. And they pray and, you know, like drink six packs or something. You know, but, yeah. Um, how do you feel about giving up and, um, you know, being in that state? Like, mm. you know, I know a lot, a lot of people go through that. I just want to know your take on I up. was there. I most definitely, there was a time that I wanted to give up. And I'm not going to lie, there was a time I tried to take my life. Mm. Um. Because like my fiance left me because of the way I looked. Mm -hmm. 
Um, quick sick. Yeah, like, you know, people yeah. don't, when you get sick, you'll find out really quick who really loves you, who's really down for you, who really has your back. You know, just the same way you get sick, you get home, you go homeless, you lose your job. Anything happening, you'll find out really quick who your real friends and family are. And um, it just got, it was very lonely. I kind of felt like um, just a lot of people don't want to deal with it. I think I, I've never, I, I can't see it from their side, but I guess on their side, they don't want to see you looking like that. And, you know, you don't want to sit here and have to ask people for help because you're in pain or, I mean, I was on a lot of pain medicine for the first couple surgeries, like having that mastectomy, it was so painful. It was very painful. Um, so I'm on all these different medicines, all this pain medicine, and I'm needing help from my kids and from my, you know, from people around me. And, you know, I, I didn't get a lot of support, to be honest. Um, my I don't have a big family. Um, so my my mother, she gave me up for adoption. So my grandmother and my aunt raised me. So for me, I didn't have like a big family and a mother and father coming around hugging me and loving me. And you know how you see people and they'll have all the pink balloons and people yeah. with pink coming over and they, oh, we love you. Like that didn't happen for me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I've my journey has been pretty much me fighting for myself. Um, like I said, I have I have family that helped. They came through and they did what they could, um, but it just wasn't a big support system. How you do know, you find that support within yourself though? Like, it's the, it's man, the, the space. Man, ah, oh, man, you gotta dig deep. It, it like I said, it has not been easy. Like my spiritual journey changed after cancer like i'm not the same person i was seven years ago i'm like a totally different person so like when people that's why a lot of people when you change when you're on a different journey you lose all your friends and family because they don't understand you anymore but i've i've had to you know I, I do my yoga i do my meditation you know i'm praying a lot um finding motivational artists to listen to finding songs that will help me get through my journey um like there's an artist that's out here his name is Londrell. Yeah, I yeah. listen. I mean, I used to listen to him every day. Um, he had some songs that really, really stuck with me while I was going through my journey. But I would get up, I would meditate, I would pray, I would walk. Nobody worked out with me. You know, it's crazy because family people are clown. You all, you overweight, you fat, you this, that, yeah. and the other. But you know what? Nobody ever said, "Let's go walking. Let me go walk with you. Let's go to the park. Let me help you work out." So for me. Um, my healing journey has started, like I said, when people started leaving and falling off, my ex left, my fiance left me. I started getting in the gym. I started exercising. I'm going to I'm going to stay cancer free. I'm going to lose this weight. I'm going to get healthier because, like I said, I was almost 300 pounds. I was overweight. Um, I fried everything. I'm, I'm eating the standard American diet. I wasn't a healthy person. And I'm willing to be honest about that. You know what I'm saying? Um, Never worked out. I worked at like call centers. So I would sit at work drinking pop all day, you know what I'm saying? Eating unhealthy. So um, I had to change my life and I knew I had to do it. Nobody could help me with that part. Nobody can change you but you. And that's but something you. that I had to learn. So, yeah, it, it, it wasn't I didn't do many support groups because it seems like with breast cancer, a lot of the support groups were like really older women and not being but they didn't really understand me. You know what I'm saying? When okay. I say that, like a lot of older women will be, uh, they're married. So they may be like, oh, well, I've been married for 50 years and Larry don't care about my breasts. He loves me for me. Well, I'm not. I'm still single. 
And so it was like, you know what I'm saying? So me telling people like I'm going through all these breast reconstructive surgeries to them, they're like, oh, I wouldn't do all that. My man loves me for me. I don't have a man. So I wanted to feel beautiful. I still wanted to feel like a woman. And I was putting myself through all these surgeries. And like in my book, I talk about a lot of self-care, learning to love yourself. Like I'm just now honestly getting to the point where I'm able to look in the mirror and love the woman I see when I look in the mirror. You know what I'm saying? We deal with such a world that's wow. like everything is about ass and titties. You know, when you look at every video, every ass and yeah, that's what you, y'all mean. Y'all, y'all know what I'm talking about. Uh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's what it's about. So for a woman to lose something like her breast and look around at all these other women, it's like it makes you feel incomplete. It makes you feel some type of way. But now I love me. I, I don't have no problems. Right Once I learned right. to actually embrace it. And and realize that my breasts don't make me my my body yes. that don't define me. That's not who I am. So that's something that I want other women to know and understand. You know, I mean, we get so caught up in this world. This world will do something to you. What, you know, we overall goal for the movement, um, saving the ticks, the whole movement. Like, what's the overall goal? Um, for me, um, I am working on a nonprofit now. I'm working on a nonprofit, you know, and everything. It takes time. It takes money. It takes support. But anytime you're doing something positive, you know how that go. So and me, um, like like I was saying, going through breast cancer, I lost a lot. Um, my credit isn't great because I've had cars repossessed. You know, you lose. Nobody cares. No bill collector cares if I call and say, well, you know, I had breast cancer and I was out of work for a couple years and Nobody cares about your problem. So um, I am looking into grants and looking into getting some help with it. But I want to help other women like myself, maybe single mothers, single, you know, and especially I mean, everyone, but especially my people, people that look like me. Um, I want to help them get natural herbs. I want to help them um, on a plant based lifestyle if that's what they're wanting. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but my nonprofit helping with fresh fruits and vegetables, helping with soursop, uh, sea moss gel, things like that, helping with growing classes, teaching people how to grow their own medicine. Um, back home, I'm from Oklahoma. Back home, I was growing my own marijuana. And I know soon it's going to, I'm praying and believing it's going to go legal everywhere so people can have, have access to this plant because it's medicine. But the only thing I'll say is that with them now, with with money being put into it now, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. The thing that don't need to happen is uh, artificial chemicals going into the. Ganja. But that's what. But that's what I'm saying. That's what I was just saying. Yeah. Growing our own. That's the key to it. Um, because when I was growing back home, I have plants on my Instagram. So if anybody wants to check it out, when I was growing, I grew all organic, no chemicals or anything like that. Um, I knew growers that were organic. Nowadays, like I said, everything has to be fast. Everything has to be or whatever. And they want it to be as potent as it can be. They want that gas gas. You know, they mm. want that, you know. So, of course, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. That za. That za. It got to be that za, right? So, um, nowadays, yeah, it, a lot of stuff is GMO. A lot of stuff has chemicals in it. So, um, that's why I say we need to be growing our own medicine when I'm talking about medicine, our own medical marijuana, our own, you know, what I'm saying we can grow. I mean, back home, I could grow my own. You know, what I'm saying I had a medical card. I was able to grow my own medicine and um, I enjoyed it. It's like having your own kids because you do. You have to tend to them. It's, it's you know, it's a real life job. But I wanted to be able to teach people how to grow their own medicine because um, that's something that 
that can help heal you. Um, I would use my leaves, the leaves from the plant, and I would make tea. I would make tea with the leaves. I would even put it in my salads. I would juice it whenever I would make maybe a smoothie. I would juice it or, you know, put it in my uh, smoothies. I would also juice it. So it's not like, you know, when people think, you know, you're talking about cannabis. Oh, you're just a pothead. You just want to smoke. But no, there's so many ways. This plant has so many healing properties. So um, there's edibles. You know, everybody knows about edibles. So you don't necessarily, you know, there's vaping. I mean, there's so many ways that people can use it. And then I use uh, Rick Simpson oil. And that's what Rick Simpson oil is. And all you need is like just a little drop, like the size of uh, rice um, and you know, I take it like three times a day. That's I used to. So when do you plan on having like your products on to the market? So therefore we can purchase and, you know, soon. support Coming you. soon because your girl got to get our money together. So I'm looking at if we can do some fun. I mean, it, it's taking that's it's taking a little bit of time. So do you think about like a GoFundMe? Or I like thought a about that. Boss because there's ways that we can support you as well. I thought about that. I'm actually I actually was thinking about starting one. This past weekend, um, either like a crowdfunding or a GoFundMe, I know there's things that I can't talk about. So mm-hmm. like when we when we start talking about cannabis or um, certain things that 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 can't be included in my nonprofit. Yes, um, but but when it comes to me connecting with other farmers, me connecting with people locally to help people heal naturally, like I said, fresh fruits and vegetables, you know, having yoga classes, mm-hmm. doing the meditation. Um Getting connected with like chiropractors, massage therapists. Yeah. These are the things that help me heal. Yeah. Are you looking for any volunteers too for that pretty soon? Or how does that work? How can we reach you if we want to volunteer? If you want to reach me, uh, I'm on Instagram. What's My Instagram, Instagram is I am reality. So I am R-E-A-L-I-T-I, reality with an I, not a Y. So um, yeah, you can reach out to me through Instagram. My number is 918 402 7744. So we have that direct line of contact. Yeah, so I'll, I'll even trust with you too. You know what? I need the men to hit me up because oh it, is, it is cuffing season. So I do need the men to hit me up. Oh, I'm healthy as all. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can heal them. I can cook for them. I'm going to break them off. They're going to be happy. <laughs> they going to be happy. Any, any man give me, he going to be happy. He going to be healed. He, I'll be like, oh, baby, you sneezing, you coughing. Hold on, mama got. Hold on, let me go in the kitchen. So, no. You know? I love that. You're yeah. just so real with it. Hey, like, no, it's I'm, amazing. No, but that's what it should be. And me, it's like, no, nah, but yeah. <laughs> It's so funny. People people say stuff like uh, you see all these people dating on on social media, and it's yeah. like, what does this person bring to the table? You got to have all this, that, and the other. Sometimes it's just, <laughs> it. You, I might not have no million dollars, but baby, what if I could heal you? Or what if you know what I'm saying? What if I'm the best business partner you ever had? Mm-hmm. What if I'm you know? So sometimes things aren't just you know. But anyway, yes, I am taking applications. So yeah, go ahead and hit me up. I am reality. It's cuffing season. All right. <laughs> I want us to go on a short break. Okay. I want us to go on a short break. Make sure y'all subscribe to the vibe. You know, I am reality. Yeah. Motivational shit. Motivational right? shit. Hey, subscribe to these tie Save exactly. them, y'all. Save them. Exactly. Y'all stay tuned. Y'all stay tuned. We'll be right back. All right. Hey, thank you for tuning in to Yale Radio Cast. Listen, business owners, people that are entrepreneurial in spirit and need to get their business out there, contact Yale Entertainment. We will advertise your company. 
we will advertise your brands with a listener base that covers the globe. We offer a variety of packages at affordable prices. Call us at 678-586-9241. If you need to email us, you can contact us at yaleent one at gmail.com. If you need to get your business out there, contact Yale Entertainment to get the business. Hey, it's Pastor Sean with Healing Haven of Atlanta, where we specialize in the healing and development of our young men and our young dads, 18 and up. We are a community resource center. We specialize in the healing and development. Young men, young dads, we help you get on your feet. We help you get your job. We help you with leadership development. You have suspended license because of child support. We have fatherhood classes that can help you guys get on your feet, get your license back, whether it is court ordered or voluntarily. Plus we have wraparound services that are right here in this community to help us with job training and job placement. Y'all can reach us at healinghaven, the number eight at gmail.com or reach us on the web at healinghavenatl.org. All right, man, we back at it with this real conversation about dealing with not just breast cancer, but cancer in general. So I just want to highlight once again, everybody that's listening, that's your body, that's your temple. You have the last authority. You could go to your doctor. We're not saying not to go to your doctor, Mm -hmm. but you don't have to take the treatment if you don't want to. Confine within your own temple and your own God. So there's different paths, plant-based foods, losing weight, exercise, cannabis. You got a lot of natural herbs. It said in the Bible, let thou food be thou medicine. So when are we going to adapt to that and believe in that? Mm -hmm. If this book is your purpose, then believe in the word in the book and let's apply that. So, yo, Huey, I know you had a couple of questions for reality. Yes. um, Basically, I just want to give you off. We were talking off there. We're talking about people coming to their funeral. And not giving, you know, giving, you know, fake doing stuff and mm-hmm. giving flowers after you die. Right. Let's give you your flowers while you're here. Exactly. Oh. Come on. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. You're an yeah. actor, I'm an actor, comedian, singer, <laughs> ordained minister, a healer. You know what I'm saying? You work for a good cause. Right. You, you're doing something that a lot of people would have gave up. And you know, right. you're walking testimony. Thank and you. I just want to say it made me feel good to be in your presence. Thank you. Mm. It means a lot for real. Because I mean, it's just been real powerful, man. From the event to rolling over to you, it just got me feeling like wake up right. Yeah, right. I appreciate that. It means a lot, y'all. Because like I, what I was saying is like people like Dr. Sabi, they didn't get no, you know, they they treated that man like he know what he was talking about. He was lying mm-hmm. the whole time he was alive. But now that he's gone, everybody is, Kill. you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so to me, mm-hmm. it's like like when Drake said, I don't want to die for them to miss me. That's how I feel. Like, sure. I don't want to die for y'all to miss me. I'm trying to heal y'all now. I'm trying to tell you what I went through and it's helped me heal. Just by changing my lifestyle, just by, you know, what I'm saying eating more fruits and vegetables and exercising and using cannabis and natural herbs, mushrooms. Like there's so many ways that we can heal ourselves. And, and these doctors will never tell us that because it won't make them money. Yes. You know, what I'm saying it's money for them. They're, they're, that's big pharma don't make money off of things Healing that we can. Uh, yeah. Of actually a cure. There's no money in the, the cure. The money is in the medicine. The money is in what they're pushing to you. So to me, you know, me being alive to still be able to tell my story. I want to help other people. You know what I'm saying? And it's just like, you know, 
life has thrown so many things in my way. I feel maybe because of that, you know what I'm saying? I've been through some situations, but I am I am on the path right now. I have my brand. Uh, my LLC is New Reality LLC. Um, I make my soursop teas. Right. Um, yeah, thank you. Thank you. I make my soursop teas. I make my sea moss gel. I make my elderberry syrups. So um, I'm working on getting my brand out there, uh, getting my website up and getting everything done. So if anybody wants to support, um, I do have a, a cash app right now. I need to go ahead and get that crowdfund or the GoFundMe going uh, to help. You know what I'm saying? I mean, sometimes we just need a little bit of support. And like I said, it seems like when you're trying to do something positive or what you're wanting to help your community, it seems like you don't get as much, you know, you don't get as much help when you could actually help so many people not, not go down the same path you did. Yeah. Now, I mean, I could help others because I, I can look back and say, okay, this is where I messed up mm-hmm. in life. I didn't do these things right, but now I changed my lifestyle and look where I'm at. So let me help others because mm-hmm. the ones that actually, it's crazy, the people that actually have the money, they don't want to help people. Yeah. But the people that don't really have the resources or the funding or whatever, I'm out here with, with a real, like, I truly want to help others and I want to see people heal. Like, I don't look like what I've been through. Like one of these people on the live just said that a few minutes ago. It was like, you don't look like you had cancer. And that's the goal to me. All right. That's the goal is for us to not look like what we've been through. I was homeless earlier this year when I moved to Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? So God, you know, sometimes we go through things as a testimony to say, you know what? I've been through that. But look, look at me now. Chris Brown had a song back. Look at me now. Hey, Hey, look at me now. now. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, yeah, sometimes we go through stuff and it's our testimony. You know, I mean, we don't know why we're going through it. We mad. Like, why is this happening to me? But when you get through it, you can be like, okay, all right. All right. And so, you know, I mean, so that's what I feel like my purpose is right now is to help people with this journey because so many people are dealing with with cancer right. and and like i said i am a breast cancer survivor i'm still here i want to help others so like i said yeah new reality is coming you know coming soon my products my brand i'm working on everything now and then like i said the nonprofit to actually help other black women other single mothers you know maybe with bills because that's what i dealt with that's why my credit isn't good right now i got behind on bills you know so helping with maybe bills helping with healthy food options you know, helping learning how to grow your own medicine, you know, classes, yoga, meditation, people, people like Lightworker Wayne that could come yeah. in and get us some, <laughs> get us some mental health. Cause yeah. that's what you need when you, yeah. when you're depressed and you're looking in the mirror and you feel like no one loves you. I mean, we need to talk to somebody, you know, when you go through something like that, it is very depressing. It's devastating. You lost a part on your body. So just think if somebody amputated a part on your body, how would you feel? You know what I'm saying? So it is, it is a very hard situation to deal with, but we can get through it. And that's what I want people to understand when they hear my story is that we can heal and we can heal with all, without all the harmful side effects and and death. And I want to change shout outs to lady Felidia. Let's not say breast cancer survivor because you defeated (laughs) that demon. You stabbed it with your sword of healing and health. You defeated that. You beat that. You did that. You be hyping me up. You be making me feel all good. Because you are powerful. You did that. You did that. Six years without any cancer. You did that. Your power. Doctors looking at me crazy. People, you know, saying what could happen? You're going to get cancer again. Yeah. Yeah, six you years doing it my way. 
Yes. My way. Yeah. yeah. So you spoke on uh, plant medicine and sh- like mushrooms. Yeah. Um, what kind of mushrooms are you? Turkey tail mushrooms. Turkey tails. And I that ain't those... the only thing. But I don't know what he told me to talk about, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I use psilocybin too. Okay. You know how did saying? that assist you with your, your, your um, journey? Now, regular, I mean, as far as mushrooms, I eat mushrooms all the time. As far as like the oyster mushrooms, yes. the lion's so mane. the plant-based lifestyle. Like the plant-based lifestyle. Like that's a meat alternative for me. So mm-hmm. lion's mane is really good for the mental. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's like, I've, I've been making lion's mane steak like crazy lately. Um, but yeah, so mushrooms. Huh? A recipe book, maybe? Girl, that's in the world. I, you just don't. You got to check out my page. But yes, I make some great <laughs> vegan so. dishes. Yes. I'm, I'm trying to pull my plant-based bay this year. Guys, send me my, my plant-based because I'm going to cook for him. He's going to love me. I'm going to hey. heal him and cook him some healthy meals. But yes. um, Right. Right. But um, but yeah, like she said, I mean, yeah, even, even psilocybin has helped with mental health like i mean we deal with so much in this world anyway but of course um the first time i actually tried it was in 2020 Mm -hmm. so for the last few years um yeah i have been doing you know using some magic mushrooms from time to time and yeah it does help it does help with the mental and what's crazy is the things that i'm doing my family members don't do um a lot of people around me well, where I'm from now in uh, Atlanta, it's it's you know it's big out here, so yeah. I can find a community for those things. Like there was an event yesterday, yep. um, uh, psychedelic, yeah, psychedelic conference. Yeah. yeah, he had a psychedelic. Yeah, I yes, seen that Mike yesterday. So to see that there's there's black people where I'm from, you know, it's going on today by the way. Is it, it going is. on today? Yes. Too? It is. It's okay. going on today too. Okay, mm-hmm. so to see that so many black people that look like myself are trying psychedelics are getting um getting into marijuana because like i said i mean i have family members that i've I'm, that need help that i'm like hey just use this pain oil that i make you know I'm, uh, i forgot about that yeah i make pain oil and creams and salves and all that girl i mean i do it all but anyway but i've tried to get family that lives in pain like that's really and they're like oh i can't use thc I'm like, you're retired. Ain't like you gotta, you know what I'm saying? Like, who's gonna check you? Like, but, but our, our elders, there's so many people that are worried about trying these things because they've heard, oh, you know, you're a hippie or you're doing this or you're a pothead. These things can help. Like with your yeah. mental, I mean, yeah. it, it really does help do. mentally. Mm-hmm. And when you're going through depression, you're, you're dealing yeah, with anxiety and depression and things like that. PTSD, like going through breast cancer. That's like I said, it's traumatic to yes. wake up and your body part is missing. You a man, wake, you wake up and your penis is missing. How you going to feel? Oh, okay, hold up now. I'm just saying <laughs> that. I mean, that's, a, that's, that's something that's dear <sighs> to you, that you need that. So for me, for my <laughs> breasts as a woman, I needed this. Like seriously, even I mean, there's a whole Nursing deep a child. Birth, like I said, when if I mean, I don't believe I'm gonna have children again. But if I was to run into Diddy, Jay Z, or any million <laughs> million billionaire, I'm trying to give somebody a baby. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to if, if secure the bag, secure the bag, baby. I'm turning up. You know what I'm guys, saying, guys? I hope y'all hear this. I hope y'all hear this, guys. Diddy, Diddy, call me Diddy. If you hear this, Diddy, Diddy don't want you. He probably won't wait. Oh uh, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, I said that. I'm just be real. Just be real. That's how Diddy be. Okay, y'all, y'all get the point though. It's the tourist. Y'all get the point. Me, if I meet me as a, a millionaire, a billionaire, I need to. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> my, uh, my hey, hey, Diddy gonna step in here and talk about I heard somebody say let's get it 
Puffy with my take that, take that, take that way. Let's get it in tape. Let's get it in tape. Let's get it in tape. Y'all heard about them Diddy parties now. You done heard about them. Yeah, yeah, heard about them Diddy parties. But I'm just saying, like, you know, like Eve, like Eve married her a white billionaire. I'm just saying, if I did have another baby, it'd be a situation like that. Okay. I ain't trying to be a, a struggling single mother ever again in my life. I that is depressing you. in itself. Oh yeah. So, oh. but <laughs> but I'm just saying. So, um, it it, it it's been a, it's it's changed my life. So I'm I'm working on completing this book by the end of the year. Uh, that is titled "Breast Cancer Has Saved My Life." Um, also working on a documentary. I have to have tons of footage and things like that. Uh, along my journey, surgeries and give y'all the reality. This that's yeah. that's the whole name. The reality, reality. Yeah. y'all gonna get the real, uncut, uncensored. Like I said, you see some, you see people tell their journey. Now y'all gonna see it all. Gonna you know, you gonna Authentic see it real. The yeah. real. Y'all gonna get the, the real. real. You know, we not sugar because life is life is real, right? Yeah. Yeah, life is life real. is real, and people real. try to sugarcoat shit. It's yeah. not. We not sugarcoat nothing. This is real no. life. This is reality. So book coming soon. Breast cancer saved my life. Documentary coming soon. Products, you know, like I said, uh, new reality LLC. My products are coming soon. So it's just a work in process. If anybody wants to donate, because times is hard. You want to donate and you want to support the movement. I do have, um, like I said, the cash app and it's I am reality uh, 2021. It's on my Instagram too. Yeah. So what's, it's, your, what's your Instagram? I am reality. Awesome. And but yeah. Not with a Y, uh, with the I, right? Not with a Y, Boom. with the I. Okay, perfect. Reality so, with the I and not a Y. He is gangster. Healing huh? is, is most definitely gangster. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? Yes, healing is healing. We saving our we saving our boobs, you know, and yeah. check your breasts. Check your breasts. You know, on yeah. a regular basis, that's something that women should do. And like I said, men could get cancer too. Exactly. You, so exactly. just yeah, have your arms straight you up. Gotta, right. And you know, yeah, like kind of massage it. Just kind of massage. Make sure you get it underneath the armpits exactly. too, because it can form okay. underneath there. Okay. Yep. So so yeah, yeah, just see that we got the men in here yeah. checking. That's what's yeah, up. Wayne, check your That's what. Check, <laughs> check, check, check your titties. Check, check your titties. Before Diddy come, Diddy will check your titties. <laughs> You know, but check your titties, man. Let me stop before I get a call. Right, right, right. They gonna ban you. They gonna, they gonna, they gonna ban your ass talking about this. This happened before anyway. Oh, once again, we just want to give you your flowers, everyone. Make sure y'all subscribe to the vibe. I am reality. Thank you. Had an amazing episode, and remember, you are a conqueror of cancer and anything. And we all have the power of the God spark. We all have a part of God with us. And when we utilize that, that we could overcome anything. Yes, we can. Hey. Believe yes, in yourself can. and have faith. You do. That's and awesome. also a positive mindset. That's one thing I didn't I didn't say. But yeah, staying positive through everything. And especially, like I said, something like a diagnosis, it is not a death sentence. If you get a cancer diagnosis or your family member, it is not a death sentence. You know what I'm saying? You speak that you are healed. You stay positive through that thing. Just like I said, change your lifestyle. Change do what you got to do. You know change what I'm saying? Lifestyle. Do what you got to do. Yep, get healthy. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, health is wealth. Around. Yes. It's been a wrap. Another episode of Motivational Shit. Hey, let's get it. <laughs>